Good evening, everyone. So every year, I generally have a theme for the preaching of these Triduum liturgies. If you were at my Mass on Palm Sunday, kind of got a hint of what I hoped the topic would be. We looked at the cloaks that were laying over the donkeys and then on the ground preparing Christ's way for entrance into Jerusalem. And so, want to keep that idea of the cloaks, of the garments in mind as we move now to the Triduum. Because during my prayer and preparation, the weeks preparing for this, I noticed something in the different accounts that we read for each day that are so central to our understanding of Christ's passion, death, and resurrection. But in each day, central to the narrative is some form of cloth or some type of garment, like the cloaks we heard of on Palm Sunday. And so that's what I want to do today and over the course of the next two liturgies is focus on that cloth or the garment and the story to see what it can point to to help us deepen our understanding of the mystery of our redemption. And so today on Holy Thursday, the institution of the Last Supper, we're presented with two separate garments or two separate cloths. The first one is that outer garment that Jesus wears that he divests himself of. It's the same word in Greek that was used on Palm Sunday. It's that traditional wrap. It's the outer garment that Christ and so many of the men during Christ's time would wear. Now, this outer garment we're going to see again tomorrow in the Passion because it's the same word in Greek that's used for the garments which are divided up among the soldiers in Christ's crucifixion in John chapter 19. But it's the second cloth that I really want to focus on today. And that is the towel that Jesus wraps around his waist and uses to wash and dry the feet of the apostles. The Greek word is only used here in this gospel in the entire Bible. This towel that plays such a central part, it seems sort of strange to mention it. Not once, but at least a couple of times. What significance does it have? We're going to look at it in two ways. First, we're going to look at it historically, understanding in the context of Scripture and Jewish tradition, but then to kind of try to understand it theologically. The first thing is this. On a historical level, if we look at Scripture, if we look at ancient traditions in the Near Eastern world, the act of girding yourself with a towel in order to wait on someone is the action proper to a slave, a servant even. It's rooted in ancient tradition where the master would have his slaves or servants remove the sandals of guests who would come in, their feet were all dusty and dirty, and use a towel to wash and dry their dirty feet. 
According to Jewish scripture in the Old Testament, in the first book of Samuel, chapter 25, it was the task of slaves to wash also the feet of their master. It says, Behold, your handmaid is a servant to wash the feet of the servants of my Lord. And this slave using towel to wash feet is corroborated by later Jewish tradition. In a midrash, a Jewish midrash, Abraham is dismissing Hagar with a bill of divorce. Hagar was one of his wives. And it says, and he took a cloth and girded it about her loins that others, that men might know her to be a slave. So if you have a cloth or a towel around your waist, it's a sign that you are a slave, that you are not free, that you belong to another. But along similar lines, Jesus himself speaks of a master acting like a slave when he says in the parable that truly I say to you, the master will put on his apron and have them sit at table and he will come and serve them. Jesus is fulfilling this parable in the Last Supper. So the meaning is very, very clear. If we understand history, Jesus, by tying this towel around his waist and washing the feet of the apostles, has become the slave. The slave who comes in order to cleanse us of our sins reminds us of that passage from the Philippians that Jesus took the form of a slave being born in the likeness of men. But let's move on now to the theological meaning. And this is where it gets a little bit deeper. There are two meanings actually rooted in this gesture. Not only of tying the towel around his waist, but also as the passage says, before he does that, he takes off his outer garment only to later, after he washes the feet, to put the outer garment on again. And so the first thing we can understand in this divesting himself of the outer garment, putting on the towel, and then putting the outer garment on again, points to the reality of the incarnation, the Son of God becoming truly man. To Archbishop, Fulton Sheen writes about this so beautifully in his book, The Life of Christ. He says the scene was a summary of his incarnation, rising up from the heavenly banquet, an intimate union of nature with the Father. He laid aside the garments of his glory, wrapped about his divinity, the towel of human nature, which he took from Mary. And so the, the outer garment becomes a symbol of the divinity. Of course, he doesn't lose his divinity, he's still God. But he pours it out and he takes on that towel of human nature. But more importantly, this divesting himself of the outer garment, taking on the towel and then later putting on the garment again, prefigures Jesus' passion, death, and resurrection. And the interpretation of this is something we can see in Augustine and St. Thomas Aquinas. And also, I'm very thankful, I'm going to give him the shout out to Dr. Brant Petrie. I sent him a text earlier this week and I said, hey, can you explain this for me? So he emailed me back. So I'm giving him the shout out. He helped me think through this. 
This act of laying aside the garments, and there's a Greek word, tethemi, it says that later he takes them back on with the Greek word lambano, points to the way in which Jesus will later lay aside the same exact Greek word, his life, and take it up again, the same exact Greek word that Jesus uses in John chapter 10 to describe his passion, death, and resurrection. He's taking and putting aside his life, his divinity, putting it aside, taking up the cross, and then the resurrection, taking up his life again. So Jesus, or John at least, clearly intends this parallel of laying aside and then taking up. And so Jesus, who is the priest and the victim, lays down his life to be taken up again. And all three of these, whether it be the historical, the incarnation, or the prefiguring of the passion, death, and resurrection, share the same thing. It is symbols, or these are symbols, of Christ's voluntary kenosis. That's a word that you hear a lot when you study theology. It's the Greek word for self-emptying. That God, the Son of God, emptied himself, becoming a slave, taking the form of man. He does it to show his love for humanity. He lowers himself to become man, but even more, as Paul says, even to the point of death, death on the cross. So yes, Jesus is the servant, but not just any servant or slave. He's the suffering servant that we hear of in Isaiah chapter 53, who is both priest and that he offers a sacrifice and victim in so far as he himself is the sacrifice. It's a lot of theology, but it's important because if we see it in light of what I've been trying to talk about over the course of Lent, the questions of who is Jesus? And even more importantly, who do I believe Jesus to be or why do I believe him? Looking at today's gospel and the importance of the towel and the importance of laying down his divinity, Jesus is God of the towel. God of the towel who becomes a slave who wraps his waist in this cloth in order to serve us, in order to die so that we may be cleansed of our sin, and then picking back up his divinity in order to glory, that we may glory in the resurrection. So what I'd like to invite you to do tonight and up until tomorrow, I always like to try to present to the Trudum as a sort of retreat to be able to take some time to meditate on this. The God of the towel, the God who becomes a slave, the God who cleanses us. And to realize this reality of a divine being not just becoming man, but becoming a slave in order to serve his sinful creatures is something completely unique in religious history and mythology of the world. A God who becomes man in order to become a slave and to die on the cross? Why would the apostles have made this up? How could it have benefited them 
in any way, shape, or form. It's a great mystery, but one that I think points to the unique claim of Christ's divinity. But more importantly than meditating on some theological truth, I encourage you to spend time with Jesus, with the God of the towel, in confession, allowing him to cleanse you from your sin. So after Mass, as we normally do, we will be hearing confessions. But also, in vigil, we're going to have time to spend with Jesus in the Blessed Sacrament up until midnight tonight. Because the truth is, even more so than putting on the towel and taking off his outer garments as an example of the kenosis of Christ, the Son of God, we see this in the Eucharist. Because it is in the Eucharist is where Christ wraps himself not in a towel, but in the appearances and the species of bread and wine in order to be our food. He wraps himself in the accidents and the appearances of bread and wine in order to be our food. And so, spending time with the Lord, we pray that our hearts may be prepared for tomorrow when Christ will be wrapped in the purple cloak of royalty and pain.